0: The Mortgage Calculator, your favorite non-QM lender with over 5,000 unique loan products.
1: Welcome to Daily Rates Live with The Mortgage Calculator. Today we're going to go... Welcome, everyone. My name is Kyle Hershey. I'm the COO of the Mortgage Calculator, joined here by our president, Nick Hershey, and our sales manager, Jose Gonzalez. We are a correspondent lender specializing in non-QM loans. And what we do every morning on this show is go through some live mortgage rates for some different programs. And then we do a deep dive into a different loan product each time. Today, we're going to be talking about foreign national loans. So again, because we specialize in non-QM loans, is a very popular product with us our sales manager, Jose Gonzalez, with 28 years of experience as a loan officer and a realtor here in South Florida, definitely has a lot of experience with foreign national loans, with this being one of the hotspots for them here in South Florida. So with that being said, we'll go over that here shortly. But before we do that, we will pull up the live rates and see what it is looking like. So, Nick, if you're ready, let's go ahead and pull up our pricer and see what the rates are doing this morning. All right, let me switch my screen and we will check it out.
2: So this is our pricing tool for our team of mortgage professionals here. This will show us the general rates and the APR for today, December 18th, just after 11 a.m. Most of our standard programs are live here. If you'd like a full breakdown of all the fees that go into the APR, a full loan estimate, please get with one of our team members. We have over 400 licensed loan officers in 24 states. So for the demos, as we do every day, we'll set up a basic scenario to compare across the programs. We'll set loan amount 400,000. We'll set an LTV of 80% loan, 20% down payment. And we're going to have the computer look for the lowest rates we can offer for conforming conventional and then we'll compare that to FHA, and then we'll check out our expanded guidelines, also known as non-QM, where we have over 5,000 additional options. We also offer VA and USDA. VA is only for eligible vets and active service members. If you are, just let us know. USDA is only for eligible properties. If you do happen to be looking in one of those areas, just let us know. We'll start with conforming conventional. We'll do a purchase, 30-year fixed loan, primary occupancy, single-family home, one unit, state of Florida, county Miami-Dade, And for all the demos, we use an estimated credit score of 760 and an estimated debt-to-income ratio here of 40%. So with these settings, as we do every morning, let's check out the rate options. So pretty much the same as it was last week, which is obviously way better than it has been for the last long while. So 6.125 rate, 2.25 discount points in cost puts the final APR at 6.391. So great option for all our customers out there shopping. Great news all across the board. If for any reason our customer doesn't qualify for a conventional program, typically the next option we want to look at, we'll set up the same exact scenario, is an FHA program. FHA allows a little more leniency on credit issues as well as a much higher debt to income ratio. However, we'll keep everything exactly the same so we can compare apples to apples here across the programs. So for FHA, best option this morning, interesting. This is an interesting result there, right neck and neck. So the lowest rate is actually here, the 5.375, but it has more points here. Notice 2.375 points. For our final APR of 6.299, looks like there's a little bit of a fluke here for a good deal, which would be great for our customers looking. 5.5 rate for one discount point in cost, actually plus the APR of 6.296 here. So both of these options beat conventional by just a hair. Definitely recommend our customers to qualify for both still look at FHA, the MI changes, Uh, these APRs do include uh, the MI, which is upfront and yearly, which is required on all FHA loans, but they've recently reduced that. So these are looking pretty attractive. Definitely check them out. And where we live to specialize here is if our customer, unfortunately doesn't qualify for FHA or conventional, many other banks or lenders will have to deny that customer. That's where we come in with over 5,000 additional options here under expanded guidelines, also known as non-QM, where we can use alternative income. So we'll keep everything else exactly the same, but now we have a new option to change the income that we're going to use. So full doc is what we use for conventional and FHA. That's two years of tax returns, what most people are used to. So we would typically choose this option to take advantage of an alternative. We have asset-related programs. We did a program on that last week. Check those episodes out. Business bank statements. Uh, the investor programs are just for investment properties. We'll talk about that in a minute. Personal bank statement, 12-month, is the most popular. We'll use that for the demo. We also have RSU, stated income, VOE, 1099, PL, and no income, CDFI, all kinds of different options here. For the demo, we use the 12-month personal bank statement, and that's for our self-employed borrowers. Many times it's our self-employed borrowers. When they submit tax returns, they have various write-offs and may not quite qualify or just may need a little bit of extra income to get that home they really want. We will solve that problem, no tax returns at all, just 12 bank statements to determine a debt to income ratio for this borrower using no tax returns at all, just the cash in the bank. So most of our self-employed borrowers will qualify for much more income using this method. So let's check out our non-QM solutions today. All right, we love to see these dropping. These were all up over eight last week, so these are coming down slowly. The non-QM options typically come down a little slower than the conventional and FHA. So it's great to see the movement here, 7.375 rate for 2.125 discount points in cost, puts the final APR at 7.767. So about one point higher here to use your bank statements uh, for a borrower who would otherwise not qualify at all. So these are great options, very comparable. Non-QM was beating conventional for a little bit there when the rates were a little bit crazy. Uh, But now you see the more standard where uh, there is a little bit of extra cost to use bank statements, but our borrowers that need them definitely appreciate these programs. Now, if you scroll down, there's hundreds of different options. Please get with our team. Some of these at slightly higher rates and costs may allow uh, bankruptcies, foreclosures, other credit issues that would cause our customers to not qualify. And they all use slightly different ways to calculate the income with the bank statements So please get with our team to find the best options for you. And now we want to do some live rates for investment properties. So we love to work with investors. Let's set up the same demo here. 80% loan to value, 20% down payment. And we're going to find the lowest rates we can offer for conforming conventional investment properties and our expanded guideline non-QM options. Remember, government programs do not work for investments, so no FHA, VA, or USDA here. We'll start with conforming conventional. Everything is going to stay the same as our other demos. All we've changed is the occupancy to investment. So let's check out the conventional adjustments for investments. Wow, great option here. Six point six two four rate, three point three seven five discount points at cost puts the final APR seven point zero one eight. So just a touch over seven, uh, which is pretty amazing. It was well over eight uh, for a while there, and all of our non-QM options were beating this. Uh, these conventional options are now viable again. Definitely recommend our investors that want to go full doc two-year tax returns. These options are now viable where they may not have been as viable before. Now, we always recommend our customers also check out a non-QM option. Non-QM for investment properties is very aggressive and very comparable here. So we set up the same demo. This time we choose our expanded guidelines, also known as non-QM. And the first thing we must select is our income type. For investment properties, the most popular type and the most popular loan we do here at the Mortgage Calculator is the DSCR option because it doesn't require any income or employment or documentation. On that from our borrower, simply use the estimated rents to determine a DSCR value, stands for debt service coverage ratio. If the rents can cover the PITIA of the mortgage, aka the property cash flows, that's a ratio of one or higher. We can also do loans for properties that don't quite cash flow with an under one ratio for the demo, we put 1.5 so that we can see all the programs pop up. And finally, a prepayment penalty must be selected for non-QM investment properties. Three years is standard. We can select zero. That will limit the loan programs that show up and cost more. We could also choose five years that will limit what shows up, but save our customers some money if they want to hold the property. Three years is standard. So this will show us the most applicable options. So let's check out the DSCR rates this morning. Wow. Absolutely smoking. 7% rate, 3.375 discount points in cost. Put the final APR up, 7.513. Uh, so very comparable to conventional here for just about a little less than half a point. Uh, you can use the DSCR loan, no income, no employment, no documentation. You can do one, two, five, ten of these loans at a time to refinance multiple properties, purchase multiple properties. Most of our investors would choose this loan even if it was a point or two higher. So with the markets the way they are right now, with a half a point, I'd say 95 to 100% of investors will choose a DSCR option here. So definitely recommend all of our team members quote both options and all of our borrowers out there check out both options. And if we scroll down here, some of these DSCR options at higher rates and costs may allow bankruptcies, foreclosures, other issues. May allow different ways to calculate the income. Very popular the request for short-term rental income to be used. And some of these may allow different property types and borrower types, which is our topic for today. So let me change the screen. And we'll get into our topic for today, which is going to be foreign national loans. So obviously as a foreign national by nature doesn't live or reside here in the U S so they're not primary homes. So we're talking investment properties here and that's why the DSCR loan does work. Some of those programs do work for foreign nationals. Now we can't do that on the live pricer. We could use it, but they are a little confusing. The programs start to get limited and have different restrictions. So that's why we have Jose doing a deep dive here into the options we have available for foreign nationals to get properties here in the U S. And we still have some great programs with very aggressive LTVs, but you do have to obviously reduce it from typically the max when we're using a special type. So that's why it's hard to do on the live pricer. But Jose, if you have some examples ready, let's go ahead and check out our foreign national programs.
0: Good morning, everybody. Thank you for joining us for Daily Rates Live with the Mortgage Calculator. First, I wanted to add a little context to this so that I can um, basically confirm what is a foreign national and what is not a foreign national. Uh, just reminding everybody tomorrow's training is I 10, right? International Tax ID Number Individual. So, and we do that on purpose because today we're doing foreign nationals, right? And they're similar buckets. Uh, but one has one foot here and the other foot not here so the foreign national is the one that has uh, two feet outside of the u.s basically they want to buy a property here that's great we love it but they do not live here on a permanent basis Uh, that's the difference between the itin borrower and the foreign national borrower the itin borrower is working here in the United States to obtain their income from the United States right they have they 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 do not have legal status in the united states which is what is going to be the only real similarity between the i borrower and the foreign national borrower it has to do with the status but the ITIN borrower is working in the u.s of a full you know full time to get their income from here whether they're self-employed 1099 usually the ITIN borrowers are going to have to be some type of 1099 they're fi- or fi- filing tax returns with an i-10 not with a social security number and since they do not have a work permit, they cannot get paid with a W-2 because it would not be legal to do their payroll deductions unless they actually have a social security number. So foreign National is a citizen of another country and residing in another country and deriving their income if income is going to be used in another country. Now, I will state we we do have situations where we have a foreign national who has dual citizenship. Now that um, normally you would be told, no, they got to be treated like a U.S. national borrower if they have dual citizenship and one of the citizenships happens to be USA. However, there on a case by case basis, we can submit that for an exception if they were, for example born here, have their citizenship due to that, but have never lived in the United States or their parents are U.S. citizens, gave them citizenship. Uh, They're born in another country, but they're also a citizen of another country, and they've never really established uh, anything here, credit or a life here, then we could offer that borrower a loan as a foreign national, even if they have U.S.-based Credit, like some foreign nationals do, if they run their business income and everything else out of that other country where they had the dual citizenship, then we can treat them like a foreign national. So that's real good to know because we do get that situation every now and then. So at the foreign at the calculator, we love providing solutions. So we have solutions even for the foreign national borrowers. Now talking about solutions. The four national borrower can be qualified either via full DOC or via DSCR, right? Qualifying the borrower on the gross rental income obtained by the property divided by the total housing expense, PITI. And if it's a condo or townhouse association fee as well, that would be the total housing expense. And we have options where the DSCR is 1.0 and above. And... Believe it or not, for foreign nationals, we even have options below 1.0. We have a no-ratio DSCR loan. So, of course, you you know you have to lower the LTV a little bit on those. But the same, we do have that option for purchases and for refis. Another interesting note for the foreign national borrower is where are they going to sign? Do they? Are they able to come to the United States to sign in person? Are they required to have a valid visa in order to be able to sign regardless of where they may be signing, right? So normally the answer the foreign national is going to hear is, yes, you have to have a valid visa if you are a citizen or reside in a non- Visa waiver country, you know, most of the world is a non visa of the countries in the world are non visa waiver countries, right? So, we at the mortgage calculator actually have a solution for borrowers that do not have an active valid visa. And you all know um, during the pandemic that became a very big challenge. Because consulates and embassies around the world shut down unexpectedly and shut down for an indefinite period of time, they got really backlogged in the appointments to grant these visas to the foreign nationals. Many foreign nationals had their visas expired during that time period and were not able. To obtain one to be able to travel here, and also to obtain one to meet the requirements of many of the foreign national loans that say you have to have a valid visa. Well, we have an option that does not require them to have a valid visa, and they can they can we we can fund the loan as long as they are not planning on coming to physically sign in the USA because, I mean, we'll do the loan, but we can't, you know, say, hey, let our borrower into the USA if they don't have a visa, but we do not require it, and they can sign at the consulate or embassy in their country with an appointment, or we also have remote online notarization as an option, but you do have to check that option with your title company, a title underwriter to make sure that they accept the conditions of investing the individual's ID and all that kind of stuff for a foreign national. That's very tricky there. So not only does the lender have to accept it, which we do, but the title company's underwriter has to accept it, and we don't control that. That is a borrower-selected option there. So make sure if you do have a foreign national loan, you check on those closing options at the very beginning of the loan Instead of at the end, and probably something you want to discuss with your borrower when you're pre-approving them, because it's that important to logistically have this set up to close way before the closing date for, obviously, airline appointments with embassies, consulates, appointments with remote online notarization, and verifying that all of these different closing methods are accepted. So even though the foreign national loan will probably, document-wise, be the simplest, easiest loan that you do, the challenge that can be presented that may cause a big obstacle, believe it or not, at the end is if the closing logistics are not discussed early in the process. And now you're trying to close and you have five, six days left on a, on a rate lock. A seller wants to close. Deal has to fund. And uh, you, know, you have somebody on the other side of the world. That is, you know, just can't happen on the you know drop of a dime. So, let's get into the actual rates here. We have some great options, right? So, here's our foreign national full doc purchase. So, what is full doc on a foreign national? Pretty easy. For a full doc on a foreign national is simply CPA letter from their country of origin, where they live if they're self-employed, CPA letter, and if they're an employee or salaried or hourly, a salaried hourly employee, a letter from the employer, right? That's it. A similar letter that would be signed by the CPA slash tax preparer slash accountant, but most likely in those countries, it's going to be a CPA. Now, for this particular option that I have here, we do not require a credit verification letter for the option for the option that we don't require a visa we also do not require a credit verification letter that's very important when trying to simplify your documentation right so here 9.75 lowest cost option 8.75 lowest rate option now, DSCR I did mention that to you. This is 75% and now I want you to see this. This is not an anomaly here folks, right? I want to put this back so everybody can see what's going on here, right? This is full doc for national, right? Now, you would pick full doc A obviously. The the only reason to really pick full doc is if the borrower plans to occupy the property at any given moment. Right, because in the DSCR, it's investment only. On on the four national full doc, this is an investment quote that I ran here. I did not run it as a second home, but I ran it full doc because it would allow you know sporadic occupancy if they chose to at some point. If they're doing, for example, short term rentals on it as their investment option. But they got a free weekend that they want to pop in there and do it. You can do that uh, if you're going full doc. You cannot do that if you're going DSCR. And now, what I wanted to bring up that would be really the only reason why you would choose full doc in this option over DSCR because, well, and this option also has the visas and stuff like that as well. Remember that. But look at the rate here 8.75. This is real, too, folks. I double-checked my loan-level price adjustments to make sure that this is foreign national and not U.S. citizen. And look at that. Buy it down all the way to 7.75%, right, for a foreign national DSCR. Maximum LTV also, 75% is the maximum LTV. So now I wanted to show our foreign national qualified option uh, at a 75% LTV, uh, this was the lowest cost option for that route. Is 9.99, and costing two points loan discount, and you can buy it down if you want to, but that's additional expense there. What I wanted to bring up is the only real reason you would be using this option over the one that I just provided in the previous quote that smokes this one is if you have the borrower that does not have the visa, right? So they want the option where they can sign in their country and not be required to have a visa as part of their documentation requirements, regardless of whether they're going to come here or not. This option does not have that requirement, nor does this option, as a DSCR, uh, this does not require credit reference letters. That's another document simplification. And... This option also does not require a CPA reference letter to verify their occupancy in their country, right? What they pay, where they live, it's paid off, all that kind of stuff that you may be required. Even if it's a DSCR loan, they're going to require some type of accountant CPA verification letter for housing expense. This one does not require it. So again, you want to keep it simpler, this is the one you want to pick, right? So now cash-out option using the same simplified document techniques. You're looking at 9.99 again. This one was 9.99, costing two points on the 75% LTV purchase. This one takes it up to a maximum 70% LTV, which is also the maximum LTV on a four national cash-out. This is the only one out there that has 70% LTV also. So two reasons to pick this one. If they want to really max it out 70%, this is it. And if they also want to combine that with the no visa requirement, no credit reference letter required, and no accountant letter required, very streamlined documentation for your foreign national loans, that's the one. And then last but not least, our maximum LTV DSCR with a low rate uh, is 65%. So this is where pretty much the rest of the market, other than that 170% option that we have, this is where the rest of the market is. And you can tell by the rates, because now we drop it to 65%. And we have, geez, we even have a lender credit. Look at that. 8.5% <clears throat> with a lender credit. And you can buy that down all the way to 7.5%. And I do want to remind um, everyone out there that this DSCR loan, when they're closing it in an entity, this is a business purpose loan for everybody that's out there and is wondering, you know, licensing requirements and what states can I fund this? So, you know, just make sure that you look at the legal requirements, but this is a business purpose loan with 8.5% lowest cost option and 7.5 lowest rate option.
1: All right, great. I don't see any questions here. Definitely some amazing rates there. All right, well, let's go ahead and wrap it up then. Remember, we do this 11 a.m. Eastern every weekday. We would go through the live rates and then do a deep dive into a different topic. So we'll have a new topic coming for you tomorrow. We appreciate everybody tuning in. Thank you, Nick. Thank you, Jose. And we'll see everyone tomorrow, 11 a.m. Eastern for the next episode of Daily Rates Live with the Mortgage Calculator. Have a great day, everyone. Thanks, everybody.